previously on Adequately Advanced Magic. The bomb explodes in the air. Some of your eyebrows are lightly singed. As you swing through one of these alleyways, you notice that there's a trash can ajar and you take a look inside. Inside the dumpster you see there's a discarded set of Falcoco clothing. Okay, is there any other clues information? Inside one of the pockets here, here you find a small bit of what appears to be uneaten cheesecake. <sighs> Who do I know that likes cheesecake? Would you happen to be Mrs. Alanis? He pulls out a letter and he looks at the address. I think so. So Cirrus puts it in her pocket. Without even getting undressed, Cirrus just passes out on one of the beds. The letter slightly falls out a little bit, revealing some beautiful handwriting that says, From Valerie. And in big capital letters, it says, Definitely not a trap. Welcome to Falcon's Reach, a city in which magic is technology. You're listening to Adequately Advanced Magic. The three of you wake up from your long rest. Method acting. <laughs> oh, why does my mouth taste like flour, raw eggs, and other assorted cheesecake ingredients? Do you not remember going to Valerie's apartment, townhouse? I do remember going to Valerie's town apartment, and I remember investigating it with you guys and then parts get fuzzy there was an explosion at some point i need a moment because now i just got very embarrassed remembering i seem to have been on all fours fighting this small woman for a bag of flour and i think my life is over you you had the munchies real bad if it's any consolation i'm pretty sure you won yes (laughs) serious do a constitution saving throw that makes sense (laughs) i completely agree with you joey on this a 19 your stomach feels okay, but right now you have essentially anxiety <laughs> <laughs> from the sugar <laughs> and the wrestling. Too real. And the somewhat incoherent speech that you babbled on with for at least several hours in front of quite a few people. If it's alright with the two of you, I'm going to need a moment before I step outside this morning. Okay. Sure, take your time. I start hyperventilating. <laughs> No, it's okay. Probably nobody noticed. As you hyperventilate, the note that you received yesterday falls out of your pocket and slides across the floor. Grab it, and I look at the note. On the envelope, it says, From Valerie, in the same loopy, beautiful handwriting that she has. Valerie? I miss when she would sign forms for me. (laughs) And then underneath that, it says, Definitely not a trap. Well... Valerie definitely wouldn't trap me twice. That's insane. And I look at the... I open it. (laughs) You open it. You open up the envelope and nothing happens. And there's a note inside. You're not particularly afflicted by any ailments. That I know of. That you know of. Make a con save for funsies. (laughs) Damn it! Just for funsies. I look at it. I read. I read deeply. It says, Dear Sirius, Like... Oh my gosh, I think we should talk. Meet me at the new taco spot that opened at Westbridge at 11am. Come alone. Actually see you at brunch, Valerie. Yep, Cirrus decides to not share this information, if that is a possibility. Well, we're not currently in the room with you, so... Okay. We we have not read it. Uh, our characters have not read the letter, unless you choose to share it with us. What time is it? You take a look at the clock, and it's about 10.26 right now. Ooh. I could probably make it. You and got the, this. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, 
the three of you guys are all in the same room. There's it's like a one bedroom studio. Yeah, she maybe like went to the bathroom to recover her. Yeah, she said she needed innards. a minute, so we gave her 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 privacy as much as we could in a single room. Yeah. Also, we can't like read a small note that she had. We did hear um, somebody say something about brunch, right? I mean, the, the original we've note. heard all about brunch and Saris's plan to have brunch with Valerie. Right. That was on the original note, right? The trapped one? I think so. Yeah, it's just how they talk to each other. <laughs> no need to read deeply into this one. <laughs> what is brunch code for, though? Cirrus <laughs> is going to try, try to, to sneak s- out. Yeah, try to sneak out and go to brunch. Cool. That's, <laughs> I'm curious to see how well this goes. It won't, because Cirrus is not sneaky. At least you're smarter than you were 12 hours ago. That's true. True. <laughs> But clearly not. <laughs> All right, Joey. Should I? What should I roll for stealth? All right. Let's let's I mean, set you the can't scene. Sneak for out. Like... You've got it. We're literally in the room. <laughs> yeah. Let's set the scene for a second. Sirius, you're in the restroom, having briefly hyperventilated due to remembering all the embarrassing things you did the previous day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you take a look at this note, and you d- you decide that you're you're going to brunch. God damn it. Nothing's gonna stop me. Or at least you can have a taco from this new taco spot. Yeah. This mysterious new taco spot. Never before seen on this program. Yeah. (laughs) Or heard on this program, I guess. Definitely unrelated to the other taco. Definitely, definitely. Definitely. There could be be more than one taco place in this city. No. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) That's what made it so innovative. There was a hole in the market. It's like, what? Like tortilla, meat, and cheese? (laughs) <laughs> fresh ingredients what is this real fresh food ingredient? fresh ingredients harvested by orphans <laughs> by orphans. it's actually right. advertised we are, we are in falcon's reach so if there aren't fresh <laughs> ingredients they probably were harvested by by orphans or <laughs> prisoners or something voluntarily harvested by orphans <laughs> it's the orphan tears that gives it that depth of flavor <laughs> it's the salt from the tears <laughs> It really adds a nice umami flavor. <laughs> Here, Karen and Klaus, the two of you are just inside the apartment. What are you guys doing? Well, I, I guess I'm, since I'm assuming nothing's very well soundproof, having heard Cirrus hyperventilating in the bathroom, I'm a, I'm a little concerned. So, like, I'm looking toward the bathroom <laughs> while hanging out. It's going to be fine. <laughs> with with mild concern, one might say. Yeah, well, she's been hyperventilating in the bathroom for five minutes. <laughs> just... <gasps> Alright, Nicholas, what about you? Seeing as the bathroom is occupied, Nicholas prestidigitated himself clean and is now using prestidigitation and mage hand to iron his clothes. <laughs> Get the wrinkles out. Mm. It's a good use. Good use of magic. Hercure shapes his gre- shapes his greasy hair. <laughs> what shape is it? It's it's uh quaffed. <laughs> yes. He's like making little horns and then they fall over but we cut back to the restroom okay this should be no problem i'm just going to escape under the cover of broad daylight i'm just going to casually make my way out of this room unnoticed (laughs) and then meet up with valerie for brunch and have a lovely conversation and i'm sure whatever differences we have will be resolved easily so part one of my plan escape unnoticed is a go and I crack open Did the door. Did you say this out loud? I'm just wondering. <laughs> I say it under, I say it under my breath. <laughs> Stage whisper. Yeah. Yeah. Here, how about you roll a perception check? And serious. I guess you're. Are you trying to be quiet? <laughs> yes, I'm saying this. I'm whispering this to myself. Mm, yeah. How about how about you roll a stealth check? Love. I like that because I get disadvantage on stealth checks. <laughs> <laughs> And you were going to sneak out of here? It's fine. <laughs> I rolled a 16. I also rolled a 16. Ooh. Ooh. What now, Joey? <laughs> <laughs> Every other word he hears? <laughs> yeah, you, you hear... I hear him. <laughs> you hear some muttering coming from the restroom, and you hear the words, like, sneak and out. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't that's about it the, the only okay. word that's like really clear is brunch yeah <laughs> Hercules like oh. 
Your feelings are hurt. You weren't invited to the brunch. <laughs> I don't know that. She hasn't communicated one way or the other. She might be saying we should all go to brunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Her kid's cautiously optimistic. <laughs> He's excited now. <laughs> uh, I guess at this point, Niklaus is finishing up his, his cleaning and he's kind of just like getting ready to head out for the day. Oh, it's been so long since I've had a mimosa. Does <laughs> <laughs> Cyrus leave like right after I hear the grumbling, uh, the, the muttering? Yeah, Cyrus, what do you do? Because otherwise I'm going to, I'm going to say something. Okay, I crack the door open very slightly to see, to just see if anybody's still in the room. Yeah, you, you, you see <laughs> have they, here. Have they left the one room apartment? <laughs> you see Hirko directly looking in your direction. <laughs> you guys make eye contact. You all right in there, Cirrus? Oh, hey, buddy. And I slam the door. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be a few more minutes, but don't, don't mind me. You don't, don't wait up for me. And I just start grunting in pain. Do you, do you need help? I know I know some medicine stuff. No, no, it's okay. I also know medicine stuff, and trust me, I would be using it if I could. Um, all right. Is she okay over there? Look, he, look, he looks at Niklaus. She, she doesn't sound okay, but she says she's okay. It was just a lot of raw eggs and flour yesterday. Oh, that that is that, true. She does. <laughs> she did eat a lot of raw ingredients. Yeah. Do you, do you need Do you need us to get you some medicine or something? Or no, I'll be fine. You two well, run along now. <laughs> Please leave. <laughs> well, should we wait for you downstairs or? No, no, it might it might be a while. Do you want us to to bring you some food back? Nope, I can't eat anything right now. I'm not hungry. Well, Hercule, I guess we can head out and check on her later. You think that's a good idea? Like she sounded really bad in there for a bit. You know what we'll do? We'll tell Constance and Audrey and Gabzu to check in on her. Oh, that's a good idea. So Niklaus heads out the door to the uh, opposite door and starts knocking to say hello to his friends. Yeah. Gobsy opens the door. Oh, hey, guys. Can I attempt to leave the second I hear them leave? <laughs> We're literally next door. Yeah, no, do it. Do it. Is there, is there, is there a back entrance? <laughs> do a perception check. Okay. <laughs> so it's a five. You see that there's a small bathroom window, but it's an extremely tight fit. I'm going for it. <laughs> oh, I just love the image of a of a paladin. What floor were we on? You guys are on the third floor. Sirius, you see... <laughs> Sirius, you spy this tiny bathroom window and... What, you just try to... Force myself through it, yes. She casts grease? <laughs> I mean, that, that probably would have helped, actually. That would, yeah, yeah. Let's see if I have any grease in my inventory. Oh, I have so much butter from yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> you ate it. You ate it. I kept some in my pocket for later. Didn't I keep something in my pocket yesterday? The note. No, there was like some food item that somebody gave me. A piece of cheesecake? Batter? Maybe. It probably the was. Ha the half eaten piece of cheesecake. <laughs> yes, never mind. Would a mess kit have butter in it? <laughs> All right, I, I, I attempt to force myself through the through the window. Yeah, go ahead and do a dexterity check. In, in your armor? I mean, it's like, no, you know what? Not in my armor. I feel I'll make myself less armored. Dexterity. Come on, don't fail me. Oh, that's a nat 20. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Serious, you... Uh, actually, it takes you, like... There's actually rules about how long it takes for you to take off armor. Oh, really? There yeah. are rules. The Don this is D&D. There are rules. Oh, I did not know that. Well, I rolled a nat 20, so let's go. <laughs> Do you, I'm picturing the uh, the 24-style timer coming up. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, It takes about... What what armor do you have? Oh, God. Hold on. <laughs> is, it, is it heavy armor? Yeah, it's a heavy armor, I think. Yeah, it takes you about five minutes to take off heavy armor. Ah, oh, damn it. And I specifically said I crashed in bed last night. <laughs> Without taking it off? Yeah. Yeah, I'll just go extra fast to the to the taco place. Yeah, so it takes you about five minutes to take off your armor, and then you attempt to squeeze out of this tiny, tiny bathroom window, and you get the first half of you out. <laughs> and as you do so, you realize that you are on the third floor, and you're the f the upper half of you is just like poking out. There's like a minute or two where your hips are stuck, and then with a popping noise. You pop out. Whee! 
I think this is a great decision. <laughs> Let's see. How tall is three stories? Between 30 and 33 and 40 feet. Oh god. This is all this is all going so wrong. <laughs> Gonna show up some brunch covered in blood. Sirius, you fall out of the bathroom window, and you take 46 damage as you land on an unsuspecting Rourke. Four- 46 or 4d6? 4d6. Oh, okay. You are killed by the fall. Sirius <laughs> <Cirrus> dies. <laughs> okay, this- well, okay, that's 16. Sirius will survive. As you land on Rourke, he goes, ah! He's knocked unconscious. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, Rourke. And <laughs> I lay on hands, like, <laughs> five hit points for him. He lays there with his tongue flopping out. I give him another five. <laughs> <clears throat> so I heal him for ten. Nicklaus and Hickory, as you talk to Gobzu, you hear Rourke's cry of distress. Muffled thuds. Yeah. <laughs> Where does the sound appear to come from? The open window? Did you hear that? Through our door? Or, like, out through the hallway to, like, the ground floor. How does it work? How does, how does sound work? Mm, Is there, yeah. like, an give open us, balcony? Give us hallway, an acoustic or, analysis like, of... Uh, Alright, how about you guys roll perception check? 15. Ooh, perception? 17. Yeah. The two of you hear the sound coming through the bathroom window and through your apartment. But you can also hear that it's sort of coming from downstairs echoing through the staircase so you're the two of you are both able to determine that it's coming from the courtyard sounds like someone's in trouble Nikos speaks to gobsu gobsu we're gonna go check on that i think but uh Cirrus is not feeling well she's still in the bathroom just uh can you check on her and just make sure she's okay oh um yeah okay like right now no just like you know in a few minutes uh she said she wasn't feeling well you know for meeting all the, the raw eggs and stuff raw eggs yeah, it was a whole thing. Uh, we're gonna go check on that. Um, but before I go, I'm gonna go ahead and do a, um, a mental like connection with you, so that you can let us know if she's all right or needs anything. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Just get in my brain. We're all used to having Nicklaus whispering in our in our brains. Just get all up in here. Get up in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Nicklaus makes uh, eye contact with her care, like indicating to go check on the noise. Her care heads down the stairway. Nikos follows. We cut back to Sirius. Alright, now that I'm satisfied that I've that there's been no harm and no foul, I start running. Now <laughs> <laughs> that I've healed the damage I caused. <laughs> it's like it never happened. Yeah, you, you start running. <laughs> what time is it? This is my favorite thing that's happened ever. <laughs> At this point, it's like almost already like 10.45. Oh yeah, I don't have time to summon, a, summon my car. I gotta, I gotta book it. How far? How far am I from West End? Westbridge. Westbridge. <laughs> he was about, going to go see a show. Cats, a, perhaps. It's about five miles. Okay, I probably can't run that in fifteen minutes. Not without uh, some sort of assistance. How long of a drive is it, Joey? Wait, how long is a five-mile drive? That's probably more than five minutes of driving. Mm, probably like fifteen, eighteen minutes. Ah <laughs> oh, man. Okay, I attempt to get a taxi. <laughs> Yeah, you wave down a levitating yellow taxi, and you see in the driver's seat there's a dwarf. <laughs> is it DJ Hammer Roar? No, it's not. <laughs> the one dwarf you know what? We know. Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe this is his day job. <laughs> his day job. No, his day job is being a DJ. We were there in the middle of the day. He's just wrapping up his taxi shift. He's, he comes on after the lunch break. Lunch yeah. No, this is <laughs> the, DJ the Hammer. Rush. This is DJ Hammer's uh, Hammer Scream twin, twin brother. <laughs> <laughs> the hammer bros so just anytime uh, there's an NPC joining it's just another twin brother that we haven't had yet <laughs> yeah the DJ the DJ hammer roars the hammer screams and the hammer yells they're all like the nurse joys of the world <laughs> <laughs> but they're DJs alright it's canon it's going in the quest log alright fine it's canon <laughs> now yep you see a dwarf who suspiciously looks like DJ Hammeror. It's actually sort of hard to tell because he's not wearing his trademark sunglasses. He opens the door for you and he says, All right, where to? I say, The new taco place by Westbridge, please. We cut back to here, Kira Niklaus. The two of you head down the stairs and you see Rourke lying prone on the floor. Hercule looks around for the assailant. 
Uh, Nikolaus approaches Rourke and kneels down. Rourke, Rourke, are you okay? Here, here, do a quick perception check. 16. For a split second, you're pretty sure you see Sirius, armorless, run around the corner. Okay, Hercure takes off for the corner. <laughs> Fuck Rourke. <laughs> <laughs> Rourke begins responding to Niklaus. He's like, ah, someone landed on me. Landed on you? Niklaus turns and looks upward. Does he see the open window? <laughs> He's like counting the floor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, counting over. Hey, that's our bathroom window. <laughs> You're pretty sure you see like a... Uh, like a piece of Sirius's clothing, like hanging outside the window. <laughs> like there's some like armored, like, like her like armored pants are like only came off at the very very end. Her armored vest, you just like slid out of it. Yeah. <laughs> what the? Hercure, do you? What? Hercure, where are you going? I thought I saw something. The assailant. Assailant, but oh, oh okay, fine. Work. Are you okay? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay, go get checked out. And then Niklaus goes running after Turker. As the two of you book it around the corner, you see Sirius hop into the cab and then it speeds off. Turker turns to Niklaus. Why would she attack Rourke? She went out the window? Like, her armor is like half falling off. What is going on? I don't know. This is very mysterious. Don't think we're going to catch up with her now. Before Niklaus does anything else, he does uh, send a message to Gobsuit. Gobsuit, I don't know what's going on, but Sirius went out the window and she's in a taxi now, so don't worry about it. We'll figure it out. Gobsuit replies, um, okay. Here, here, Niklaus, as the two of you look at Sirius zoom off in the taxi, another convenient levitating yellow taxi pulls in from the opposite side of the street. Niklaus kind of like flags it down. Yeah, it does a wild U-turn to get to your side of the street, and the door automatically opens. Niklaus hops in, and as he does, he, he yells excitedly to the driver, <laughs> Follow that taxi! Yeah, Hercure you, jumps in after him. Yeah, you take a look at the driver, and it's a goblin driver. He has the driving cap on and a oh, thick nice. mustache. Oh, yes. And he says, You got it, boss! And then he floors it. Yeah! yeah. What does the, uh, the taxi medallion say for his name? Gobsy. <laughs> Gobsy. Get it? Because he's a taxi driver. Back in Sirius's cab, the sound effect from the 24 TV series plays. <laughs> you look at your watch nervously. You've got seven minutes left. Is there any way we could get there just a little bit faster? Look, man, there's traffic. Yeah, but what if there wasn't? He turns around and he looks at you expectantly as if you're going to fix this traffic problem on your own you take a look at the guy and he's looking at your wallet well yes whatever you want what do you got uh what's your price Sears has no money by the way <laughs> <laughs> i feel like that's an important detail <laughs> he says 100 gold for the exp expedited service you got it all right go ahead and roll a deception check it's a nine. He's already started zooming off. Sirius, your taxi actually gets onto the sidewalk for a little bit, and pedestrians have to jump out of the way to avoid getting hit. Like, okay, maybe like try not to hit anybody, but I like this initiative that you're taking. He's already going like Tokyo Drift, like he's not listening to you anymore. From your taxi, Niklaus and Hirker, you see Sirius's taxi start driving on the sidewalk. I mean, I already gave the instruction to the guy, so it's, you know, this is his opportunity to, to live out the, the dream. <laughs> he looks back in the rearview mirror for a second and he's like, all right, you got it. And he starts flooring it in pursuit of Sirius's taxi. Do I know I'm being chased? Do a perception check. All right. <laughs> it's a seven. Somehow you miss it. Between all the pedestrians dodging out of the way, you're profuse apologizing, and the various trash cans that are getting, like, blown up by your taxi driver, you fail to notice that you're being followed. Suddenly, the taxi's only hitting vegetable stands. Yeah, it, all the vegetable stands that were repaired from the previous <laughs> chase have just, like, come back out, and they're getting destroyed again. Oh, no. A tomato almost flies into the open window and hits you in the face. I'm like, no, not until I get to brunch. <laughs> Several minutes later, Sirius, your taxi comes to a screeching halt. 
And as you look outside your taxi, you see that you've arrived at a pretty bougie shopping area. You see that in this area that there's three extremely tall buildings with two open-air skyways linking the three of them. In the distance, you see a giant sign that says Super Souls Mart, high above the street level. Below the skyway and above the street, you see that there is an artificial river, just this thin, snaky body of water that snakes through between the various buildings, and it floats beneath the skyway and above the street. From below, you can see that the river reflects the lights of from the stores, the cars, and everything that's on the street level. Your taxi driver presses the button that automatically opens the, the passenger door, and he looks at you expectantly. <laughs> so, listen. Um, I'm actually dirt poor. <laughs> but do you have, like, a tab system or something that where I can, like, pay you later? Or do you have an installment system that maybe we could work out? I have very good credit. Go ahead and do a persuasion check. That's a 17. The taxi driver rolls his eyes. Paladins, man. I hand him, I hand him my card with my contact information. He says, all right, fine, but there's going to be interest. That, that's fine. I expected that. Just for curiosity, what's that rate? <laughs> 20% compounded daily. That sounds very reasonable. We'll, <clears throat> we'll be in touch. No, we'll be in touch. And then I run off. Meanwhile, the 24 sound effect is happening. <laughs> Hearing the sound effect, I run off. Sirius, <laughs> you run off. Where do you run off to? Well, yeah, I mean, I go towards whichever building the sky bridge is coming out of. Okay. Just as you run off, Sirius, a second taxi pulls in right behind yours. <laughs> Unbeknownst to me? Yeah. Okay. Your taxi driver, here, here, Niklaus says, Alright, I'm ready to kick some ass! <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready! Who are, you, who are you fucking up? <laughs> Is this our new party member? <laughs> Love you, Adam! I don't know what Niklaus would do to that. <laughs> because one, like... We don't know that there's going to be a fight, but then we really know there's probably going to be a fight with our track record. <laughs> so he's like tempted to ask the taxi guy to like stick around. I think he makes eye contact with the hurricane and tries to see what his thoughts Herc are. like going out the, the door after. <laughs> you want me to fuck that guy up? <laughs> <laughs> Nikhil grabs like a handful of gold and he, he puts it... <laughs> to the like, I'll do it. I'll, I'll fuck that guy up. There's a little like <laughs> cutout in the plastic, and he's like, "Thanks for the ride, man. We'll let you know." And then he like goes to follow. <laughs> right, how, how much gold do you give him? The meter currently says sixty. Oh my god! Jesus, these are expensive taxis. Probably like seventy-five. Okay. <laughs> Here, Karen, Nicklaus, you get out of. <laughs> <laughs> you get out of your taxi and you see a very disappointed gobsy looking in your direction. <laughs> but I wanted to fuck him up. <laughs> in the distance, you see Sirius run into one of these extremely tall buildings. Uh, one of the trifecta, which makes up the Super Souls Mart complex. I'm just going to assume this whole time she's always been more than 30 feet away. Yep. Okay. I'm going to follow her. Uh, same. Yep. Sirius, you've entered Tower 2. The best of the towers, really. Of the Super Souls Mart. As you enter the ground floor, you realize that this entire floor is filled with groceries. It's like a giant supermarket, but everything is branded JYMO and also JYMO's various subsidiaries. As you run past some cabbage, <laughs> you brush by and some of the cabbage falls to the floor from the stand and it bounces a lot more than it really should. <laughs> it's like a rubber ball. It just keeps bouncing. In the distance, you see a big sign that says elevator here. I try to put the strange, disturbing cabbage out of my mind and go for the elevators. Yeah, there's a bit of a line here, and you see an elevator attendant tanking money from everybody. 
to the person in front of me in line, I ask, uh, Hey, what floor is the Skybridge on? The person in front of you, an elf, wearing a rather dapper suit, looks you up and down with disgust. And he says, Well, ma'am, it's floor 60. Oh, wow. Okay, that is far up. The elevator rides with a ding. A crowd of people leave, and the front of the line starts moving in. As you approach the entrance to the elevator series, you see the elevator attendant, a rather portly halfling, approach you. Ma'am, it'll be ten gold to go up. I hand him my contact information, and I say, Can I pay in some sort of installment plan? <laughs> Can you put this on my tab? No. Sorry, ma'am. Uh, I'll just grab something from the ATM upstairs once I'm up there. There's an ATM over here. Oh, I didn't see it. Uh, okay, I'll go and get some money out of the ATM. <laughs> there is 12 gold in the, the group bank account. <laughs> Luckily, I know the group bank account uh, pin. Co- pin. <laughs> Girl, grab 10 gold. Yeah, you run to the... You run to the... Uh, shit, what would they be called in Fantasy World? The gold dispensary machines? I don't know. Gold teller machine? Yeah. The <laughs> GTM. <laughs> you head over to the GTM and you see... <laughs> the account balance is like colon 12 gold. That's enough. I'm sure they would understand if they were here. You also see the last transaction. Minus 100 for a wand of smiles. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you head back to the elevator attendant. Yeah, and I give him the ten gold. I leave two gold in the bank account. He says, Thank you, ma'am. Yeah, no no problem. And he lets you into the elevator. Alright, I hit I hit floor 60. Yeah, we'll cut back to Hukir and Niklaus. What did we see as we were chasing down our uh, wayward companion? Just as you enter, you see that Sears has entered the elevator across the supermarket floor. Does this thing happen where... As the door is closed, she turns and sees us as, right as the door closes. Did you want to look, Sears? I mean, I would just be staring absentmindedly in front of me, and if I happened to see them, I guess I would see them, but I'm not looking for them, because I don't. I didn't think they followed me. Yeah, let's say no. Uh, Hikir and Niklaus, while you... Since you're specifically looking for her, you see Sears', Sears like head above all the various other peoples in the elevator, <laughs> and the doors girl. close. Sirius, you're not you're not really particularly looking, so you don't oh, yeah. happen to catch Hikir Niklaus. Yeah, I definitely don't think they're here, and I'm pretty sure that they think I'm still in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> so Niklaus turns to Hikir and says, "I saw her get in the elevator." Me too. Do you think it costs to use it? I've never come across a free elevator in my life. That's true. I I just don't have any gold on me. I don't. I have, I have some. I have very little gold on me. Can't be that expensive, right? Just, just one or two gold, usually, right? No? Yes? Maybe? I, I don't know. It was like 20 gold, remember, back in... Uh... I'm trying not to remember. <laughs> okay, let's go. Maybe the attendant knows what floor she was going to. Yeah. We head to the elevator. The two of you get in line, eventually the elevator comes back down. Or, <laughs> I guess like... I, uh, I guess there's probably more than one elevator. Just as the two of you get into line, another elevator comes down, and the door opens. A couple of people come out, and the line moves forward. The same elevator attendant comes up to you and is like, Money, please. H- how much is it? Ten gold per person. Hercule looks at Niklaus. Uh, Niklaus fumbles out twenty gold from his pockets. Thank you very much. Have a nice day. So I, I turn to the attendant, I'm like, uh, Do you know what floor the, the tall half-elf with the, the shockingly blonde hair was going to i think i heard her asking about the bridges which floor is that 60 thank you so much i give him a i give him a one gold tip thanks damn mr moneybags over here he goes to shake down the rest of the line <laughs> and here Kira, niklaus you guys enter the elevator just as they enter the elevator serious you exit yours okay what do i see Sirius, you find yourself on the 60th floor of Tower 2 of the Super Souls Mart. This floor is filled with clothes. Fancy clothes. Everything here sparkles, and it's fancy, and as you brush past some of the fabric, you're like, ooh, that's nice. Are there signs around, Joey, pointing me towards the bridges? 
Yeah, across the floor you can see that there is a west bridge and an east bridge. Well, I know from the note to go to the west bridge, so I go there. Yeah. You head over to the bridge, which sits several hundred feet above the artificial river that you saw earlier. And from here you see that the water reflects the sky and the sun and the various buildings that are nearby. At this height, the light is a bit harsh, since you're a dirty ground dweller. Dirty <laughs> ground dweller. I've never seen such sunlight before. Yeah, especially since like all these tall buildings have a bad habit of casting shadows onto the street. It takes me a minute for my eyes to adjust to the light. <laughs> yeah, that should be a thing in this campaign. You need light vision. Light vision. <laughs> you can see in the light. As you enter the bridge, you see that on the right side are various shops, cafes, and restaurants that are mostly set up in an ad hoc manner. They're like pop-ups. Adjacent to the shops are various tables and stools for seating. And on the left side, there's sort of an empty space for people to who, who actually need to, you know, cross the bridge. Mm. What? Madness. <laughs> in the distance, you see Valerie sitting by herself in front of what appears to be a taco stand called Doggo's Tacos. <laughs> Yay! Crossover. <laughs> Incidentally, who's working the taco stand? You see the stand operated by a rather diminutive female gnome, a rather imposing Goliath, and a, hum a human dude. You don't even notice him. He's so nondescript. Yeah. Lying near the stand is a corgi. It's sleeping happily. In internally, I note that this is very adorable, and how unusual it is to see a Goliath in the food service industry. <laughs> <laughs> and then I wave at Valerie and run over to her. You run over to her, and as you approach, she says, Like, oh my gosh, you're late, Sirius. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I had to sneak away from my friends, because he said to come alone, and that took a while, but I think I was successful. As you say that, it cuts back to Hugh and Niklaus. It's y'all's turn to arrive at the 60th floor. Does the, does the elevator do the thing where it announces? Yeah. <laughs> this is the 60th floor. JYMO clothing. Men's, women's, children, Goliaths. <laughs> <laughs> As the two of you step out, you see Sirius heading towards the West Bridge. We follow, I assume. As the two of you exit out onto the bridge... Both of you guys do a perception check. 24. This going to be a 6. Shuka, you see in the distance that Sirius has sat down at, in front of one of these food stalls, and that she's sitting with Valerie. Niklaus, you get a little bit blinded by the, yeah, by the normal <laughs> everyday sunlight. My lack of light vision is really hurting here. <laughs> Herkia, like, grabs Niklaus by the arms. She's meeting Valerie! What? How can you even see anything? He's just like rubbing his eyes. Hercure points. Oh. What? I know. Weird. Do you think she's been playing us all along? I don't know. It's definitely yeah. suspicious. She was trying to lose us. Yeah, she definitely lied to us about feeling ill. Yep. I don't think we could ever trust her again. <laughs> 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 we should find out what they're meeting about. Yeah, but... How do we do that sneakily? Is Cirrus like facing away from us and Valerie facing toward us? Or what's the what's the setup here? From here, you see that Valerie is facing away from you guys. Cirrus would be in a position where she could potentially see you guys coming. Gotcha. We'd have to sneak up real, real careful, like to get close enough. And I assume I assume there's like the buzz of people talking all around type things that so we'd have to be relatively close to hear anything. Yeah, it's right about the brunch rush, so there's a pretty decent number of people filling up the tables. And there's also various people who are just crossing the bridge. I can shapeshift. What? I'm a, I'm a druid. I will try and sneak closer and then shapeshift into a mouse. That sounds like a great plan. I, however, cannot turn into a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about I create a psychic connection with you and then stay kind of out of sight you just let me know what you that hear that sounds good sounds good okay so I'll, I'll get closer but staying outside of line of sight of both of them mm -hmm. 
and then I'm going to get closer because otherwise it's going to take me forever to get over there. As a, as a mouse. <laughs> really? What is the mouse's like travel distance? <laughs> what is the the land speed of a mouse? Uh, laden or unladen? <laughs> African or European? <laughs> uh, it's twenty feet around. That's not bad. Okay. I mean, how far away are we from them? Mm, let's say like you guys are about like sixty feet. Okay. I will go forward some, and then, I don't know, at, at 40 feet, shapeshift. Do you just do it in the middle of the street? <laughs> Is there... <laughs> I'm picturing, like, his arms contorting, the sounds of bones cracking as he, like, shrinks down. <laughs> he fucking animorphs right in front of everybody. It's actually extremely painful, and he's, like, screaming at the top of his... <laughs> 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 Is there, like, a stall I could sneak behind? I'm lo- Okay. I'm looking for a spot to, uh... So there's little spaces in between each of the stalls. Okay, well, I'm gonna duck behind one and shapeshift into a mouse. Yep. You do that. And then try to make my way over to, uh, where Valerie and Cirrus are. Mm Mm-hmm. And go ahead and do a high check with advantage, Kuku. Yep. And we'll just say you're, like, dodging in between the stalls (laughs) and stuff like that. Uh, that's a natural 20, so... 21? Nice. Yeah, you find the perfect little nook underneath some cooking equipment. It's a little bit warm down here, but otherwise you get pretty close to where Valerie and Sirius are. Meanwhile, Niklaus, you wanted to... Uh, Pink Panther my way closer while staying out of sight. Yeah, go ahead and do a sneak check. Not too bad, 17. Yeah, where did you want to go exactly? I want to get closer so that Ideally, I can try to keep a line of sight on the mouse, but I don't particularly want to necessarily keep line of sight of the two women. So that may be difficult. So I may just get closer and kind of like get seated at like one of the maybe tables at the restaurants nearby, the stall nearby. Okay. Well, we'll say you move up 30 feet sitting at sitting down at one of these tables nearby. And I get the uh, the brunch mimosa special. <laughs> Sir, would you like the unlimited brunch and mimosa special? <laughs> Absolutely. All right, that'll be 60 gold. Up front. Easily done. I, I put it on the table. <laughs> she, this is what the gold is for. Yeah, she brings you a, a bunch of eggs and like 10 mimosas at one time. If she has the mimosa pitcher, I just tell her to leave the pitcher. Yeah, she leaves the pitcher for you. She gives you a wink. Oh, nice. <laughs> She's oh, going to yeah. get a tip. Niklas does take advantage of the telepathic connection he has to her care to let uh, him know that he put one of the glasses of mimosa on the floor under the table for him to partake. (laughs) I got you. like, the mouse is kind of like shifting back and forth. (laughs) Each each time you run back, the line gets a little bit more squigglier. (laughs) Seriously, sit down at the table with Valerie. Okay. She's perusing the menu, and she says, like, oh my gosh, this this taco place is the hottest thing right now. You know, I only just heard about it, but I think it's an innovative concept, having tacos made with fresh, real ingredients. Who comes up with this kind of stuff? I know, right? Like, oh my gosh. So, how are things going? Well, serious, things are going shit. Like, oh my gosh. Like... Oh my gosh, I am so sorry to hear that. Why are things going to shit? Well, Sirius, I'm just trying to buy a plaza for someone who I work closely with. And it seems like there's just this trio of people who keep getting into my way. And look, I wanted to do this the easy way. Like, oh my gosh. Listen, we had the money ready. It was, it was a reasonable offer, and the landlady should have just taken it. Yes, Valerie, but it's not your decision to make, it's their decision to make, and if they said no, then I think you gotta respect that. There are other plazas out there. Valerie slams her fist onto the table. Brunch is not going the way I was hoping it would. <laughs> the, the tacos shake. I stabilize the tacos. Valerie takes a second to compose herself, and she says... Listen, Sirius, I'm just trying to protect these people. Because if I don't do this, the person that comes next is just like, oh my gosh, just so much worse. 
And look at you, Sirius. What about me? Just look at the things that you've done. Well, I like to think I've done a lot of good in my in my time. I've helped a lot of people. You you trespassed at the club. I mean, it's a public business. I don't think that would be considered trespassing. And like, oh my gosh, look at all those vegetable stands that you just destroyed in this completely irresponsible car chase. Well, and listen, I'm... I don't want anybody to get hurt. Like, oh my gosh, all we did was try to buy a plaza. Maybe we broke some windows, sure. But we didn't want anybody to get hurt. Valerie, I need you to be honest with me. Are you the one who tried to blow it up yesterday? Yeah. Well, maybe. But who do you think called in the fire department? Like, oh my gosh. You mean the fire department that stood outside and did nothing the entire time? Well, everybody evacuated, right? Valerie, what happened to you? You never used to be so ruthless and and cruel. And, you know, the you I worked all those cases with wouldn't have dared to destroy public property or blow up a building like this. What? Who's so scary that they're making you do these things? You can tell me. And I put my hand on her hand. She moves her hand to go eat a taco. Burn. I'm heartbroken. Valerie completely deflects the question. She says, you know, like, oh my gosh, Sirius, you know, all those years and all those cases that we worked on, do you know what I learned? I, I learned about the corruption of the city, and like, oh my gosh, let me tell you, I wish everything were so black and white. And I think maybe, maybe in my own way, I'm also trying to protect you. So please, Sirius, just let this plaza business, like, oh my gosh, just let it finish itself out. And then once that's done, we can go find your dad. Or find out what happened to him. Do you know anything about that, Valerie? No. But like, oh my gosh, I might have friends who might know. Sirius looks inside. You know, has a has a moment of moral moral crisis. Almost yields. Well, I haven't been getting anywhere on my own. But Valerie, it just... Listen, I know I come across as naive, and I know... I know things aren't as great in the city as I make them out to be or as we would like them to be, but the solution isn't to become part of the problem. You have you have to do what you feel is right, but but so do I. And what I'm seeing with this plaza and the way that you're trying to take it, it just doesn't seem right to me. So I'm going to do what I'm going to do, and you won't be able to stop me. But I, I still consider you to be my best friend. Valerie blinks a couple of times and then looks away. And for a second there, she looks a little bit distracted. How about everybody who's looking at her go ahead and do a perception check? Am I looking at her? Yeah. Well, depends. Okay. Are you are you mid mimosa or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm under the. I'm nearby, listening. I think more than anything else. <laughs> I don't know what the the vision on a on a mouse is. <laughs> uh, I rolled a twenty one. I rolled a natural twenty. Nice. Which was a 26 for perception. Wow. Lori, what did you get? <laughs> he was looking at the bottom of his mimosa. Yeah, N- Niklaus is uh, not trying to... I don't think he has a good line of sight. Sirius and Hukir, you recognize this as the look of someone who's getting uh, sent. Which means someone uh, is using the sending magic tech to save something to her. I tell Niklaus that telepathically that uh, Valor just got... Ascending message. Nikos is now scanning the nearby crowd. I guess I also am if I recognize the the sign as well. Valerie actually holds up a finger to you, Sirius, and is like, give me one second. Hold on, then, hold on. I'm getting a yeah, call. <laughs> I'm getting ta- a call. I have to take this. And then her expression changes completely. You can see her face blanch a little bit, and there's some confusion on her face. And she, people sometimes do this, she audibly replies to the, the sending. And she just sort of mutters, like, oh my gosh, what do you mean our deal is off? I relay this to Niklaus. We cut back to Niklaus for a second. Which, How many mimosas are you on right now? Uh, let me roll, uh, let me roll for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, I'm six in. 
<laughs> do a constitution saving throw real fast. All right. The way you said that was great. Oh, uh, that's not great. That's a that's a that's a nine. Yeah, Nicholas, you're drunk and therefore poisoned in five e per lance. Okay. And as you put down your six mimosa, you feel a peculiar brush of air on your right side. A couple of seconds later, cutting back to Sirius and Valerie. Valerie reaches down to take another bite of her taco and then just suddenly freezes up. Valerie? And she chokes a little bit. From where you're sitting, Sirius, it looks like there's something pressing down on her neck. I look more closely at her neck. As you sit there in confusion, an invisible force lifts Valerie up and slams her down through the table. Oh, <gasps> Niklaus kind of blinks a couple times, looks down at his mimosa, and puts it down on the table. It's Joey, your most adequate dungeon master. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Adequately Advanced Magic. Just a reminder that if you're enjoying the podcast, to share it with family and friends. It makes us feel good when people listen to us. Join us next week as Hirker, Nick Klaus, and Cirrus no longer enjoy their brunch. Brunch.